Beards and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. No, Paul. So I'm Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Paul is out on a fishing trip in Costa Rica, but uh, we got a great fill in for him tonight. We've got uh, Mr. Ramon Sosa from No Nose Reviews on Instagram. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you very much for inviting me this lovely day today. Sure, thank you for enjoying us. Um, down in, uh, where'd you say you were in Florida? What's it called? Sunrise, Florida right now. Sunrise. Florida. So it's, um, it's very close to, um, Core Springs or Fort Lauderdale. So. Okay. So Are basically down- people that don't know Florida, it's Miami. It's just North <laughs> of Miami. <laughs> Are you down for business? No, no, this is, uh. I'm working from home the next week and I'm taking two weeks off with the temple with the family and taking some just relaxation with the family right now. Okay. Hell yeah. 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 For those that don't know, um, Mr. Sosa is Cuban. Um, yes, sir. So I'm sure that he's got uh, quite a bit of family in the Miami area. Uh, if you know <laughs> much about Miami, you know that there are quite a few Cubanos in Miami. Um, I know a lot of the culture is influenced mm-hmm by the Cuban culture. So I'd like to get down there sometime myself. That would be fantastic. And when you do, you got, you know me. So call me. I'll hit so, you up. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We we may not do the South Beach area because I, I don't familiar with that, but we do the Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas, which is amazing. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a little too old for the younger crowd. I, I don't, I don't really do all that. Myself. I'm, I'm, I'm too tired and and all that, so I'm I'm down for for the uh, the unknown things, the non-touristy things. I don't I don't need to do all the clubs and all that madness. Although I do want to go check out the cars. I know I know they've got the uh, you know the um, the older style cars that they still got down there with the the nice paint jobs and all that. I know they, they do. They do. Um, they, they take amazing pride of those cars and. Yeah. And the convertibles and in South Beach. I mean, that's something to like, hey, you know, if you have to do it. I mean, it's um but that's like one day. Once you check it, done. Sure, you know. sure, sure. Yeah, do the Fontaine Blue, you know, you, you got a drink, you, you do the whole scene after that, it's like okay, that's um I don't wanna pay no more forty five dollars for like a a shot of uh you know, four roses. Yeah. Hey, I love four roses. I'm just saying like, you know forty five dollars. <laughs> hey man i get it i get it yeah yeah all right but it's, so it's like, a different yeah 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 so as always we're starting with our palate warmers um and uh as our guest i'd like to know what you're starting with today sir what's your pour well um since you know i'm i'm a like very heavy cigar smoker so all my whiskeys are secondary finish and they pair well with a cigar okay so basically this is uh the one I've been drinking a lot. It's the RY3, the cigar blend. Um, is is Madeira, rum, naranja, and French stave on it. Staff, I guess. So is um. Yeah, I've been, I've been it, looking it for is, that one. Oh my god! I mean, this is my third bottle already, and uh, I'm just gonna full disclosure right here because it's gonna be out polished next tomorrow. I guess tomorrow's Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, this is one of my top ten of the year. Um, it's been a top 10 uh, quite a few people already, but I truly enjoy that with the cigar, um, the sweetness on the last third of the cigar. As we know, the last third of the cigar gets a little bit uh, on the bitter side. This just takes all the bitter nice and, and it just continue to enjoy the cigar to the knob. And and that's what I enjoy in a bourbon, something that I could complement my cigar. And and again, sometimes I'm a or sometimes I like a Connecticut, but I want something that complements my cigar. Sure. That's my pilot warmer right now. So. Yeah, okay. So Jerry, what do you got? I got a sample shit, earlier in the year <laughs> that I haven't got to yet. So I finally decided to go through sample capital and grab it out. It's a Hidden Barn Series 1 from the Neely Family Distillery. I believe this was a... Um, uh, what's her face? Uh... Marianne Eves, Zachy, uh, maybe is that oh, what? No, Zach, it was Jackie Zykan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she picked. I guess it was a couple of barrels and made a batch from the Neely Family Distillery barrels and uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, 
70 corn, 20 rye, 10 malted barley, 107.4 proof. Um, smells a little crafty, has that nice old crafty funk to it. Um, yeah, not terrible. I heard some yeah. pretty bad reviews on this. Um, so that's probably why I kind of pushed it back in the sample cabinet, but, um, for the price, I probably wouldn't pick it up. So I think it's like 70 or 80 bucks for the price, but a sample, I'm enjoying it. It's going well with the cigar. What did the H statement, uh, typical four and a half, five? Uh, I believe I saw it. I don't think there is an age statement, but I think it is okay. four to five years. I think yeah. that's what they were saying. I think that's the sweet spot right now with the bourbon. Um, um, you mentioned Mary Eve. Um, I had the forbidding, and uh, I enjoyed that one. Uh, the barrel proof more than the regular line. So, I have not had that yet. I'm not had well, hidden either. I the thing the hidden barn for me. Uh, I maybe go off script, uh, off script a little bit. Man, they they do have a premium. Yeah, they do have a premium. Uh, Jerry, have you are you finding that out? If did you see the prices on those? Um, not recently. Um, no, okay, but I can imagine. I went to um a tasting of the hidden barns, and I love them. But then it came to me. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna hold that a little bit right now, <laughs> but again, that's a right now, that's where bourbon is. I mean, um, you know, that's that's where we are. I'm digressing, I'm sorry, guys. That's all right, no, 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 absolutely not. This is your you can episode. edit, you can edit that shit all day long, bro. <laughs> this is your episode. You go ahead and say what you got to say, man. No, 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 I mean, I'm again, thank you very much for the invite. I mean, this is my first actually, this event, I, I'd never done this before, yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very reserved guy. So I just drink and smoke. That's all. Well, that's that's all right. We want to hear what you've got to say. That's why we asked you to come on. So thank you very much for joining us, like I said. Um, so I, I went with old Ezra 7. Um, oh, it was next to me. And <laughs> dude, I had that one. I killed a bottle like in two weeks. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's really, really good. Good, man. And, um, and you can find it. It's affordable. The problem, well, that that's the thing, is it used to be affordable. Um, I see bottles of this now in stores around here reaching mm, up to about a hundred bucks or so. Um, I got a lesson that far. I got this one for forty five. Uh, I've got oh insane. my god! I've got really? seven, I grabbed yeah. two of. I grabbed two of them between forty five and fifty five. My last one, I think, was sixty or sixty five. So I've I've got I, six I did Jerry I did pay that range I, I paid this seventy five to eighty five range yeah I've got so so this is everybody I've got six bottles of this and every bottle that I have I got for forty five dollars but they're all the the they're all pre merger bottles they were all <clears throat> because you know Lux Row merged with um, MGP so these were all. And it it doesn't say where it was distilled, just that it was distilled and bottled for Luxro. I don't know who the I'm, I've got my suspicions on who distilled this, but I think I, we all got their suspicions. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but at any rate, um, uh, no, no, as you can attest, I'm sure, um, I'm sure with your with your bottle, you had a cigar or two with at least one of these pours out of the bottles, and it pairs really well. I did, and I enjoyed it. Even um. Funny, I was here in the same place I'm right now in Sunrise, close to Miami, <laughs> with that bottle rainy. I was by the pool, just drinking the bottle by myself and smoking a cigar, and I enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I was not aware that you could get this for forty five dollars. You used to be able to. It's not that price anymore. Oh, um, after, after the merger, uh, the yeah. price on that started to climb, and it got to about seventy five, eighty dollars a bottle. And I've seen it that, get above that since then. That's what I paid right here, and I thought I was getting like a bargain. And now that you told me that, like, damn. Yeah, I mean, technically, you know, when compared to the price of it now, yeah, the price that you paid for it was a bargain. Um, oh, part okay. of the price hike was also the fact that it was awarded uh, whiskey of the year a few years ago in San Francisco. Oh. Um, after that, it started to climb, and then the merger, and it climbed even higher, and then again. So, um. Every bottle that I got, I've had for, I don't get into them very often because I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars for them. 
and they're not generally on the shelf. Um, I just happened to get a good spurt where I yeah. found a few bottles on shelves all around Lexington and I grabbed them up and then I've held on to them and I drank them slowly. This bottle, this is the only one that I had that's open. Um, and it's been open for a couple of years. The others are upstairs and they're in my cabinet and they will remain closed until this one is gone. Um, but I got them all for about 45 bucks. And um, wow. yeah, so I, I, once they're all gone, I won't get any more because I'm not paying that price for that, but it, it is a good, it is a good pour. Um, for 45 bucks, it was a steal for a yeah. hundred bucks. There's a whole lot better things out there in that hundred dollar price range. I feel like, you know what I mean? So, um, it's, but the, the fact is like, there were so many craft distilleries making some great, I don't want to say juice. Uh, what is the, the right PC word for bourbon? I mean, um, or whiskey. Distillate. Distillate. I mean, they're making great things. Um, and man, I don't have to pay the premiums anymore. Mm -hmm. You say Lux Raw, mm -hmm. I, I, the blood off. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. But then I found out the price is like, okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I did enjoy that, that pour uh, in the bar couple of pours in the bar but man that's an investment now sure absolutely yeah. but i digress a little bit i'm sorry man no that's hey, all, right. Time, hey, that's all I, right i'm like i'm a like a little kid in you gotta like <laughs> you gotta bring me down bro. <laughs> absolutely not uh that's what yeah. you're here that's what you're here for is to give your thoughts that's what we want to hear yeah it's uh, um i'm raw bro I, i'm I'm not very refined, so uh, I'm right. sorry, and I apologize for that, bro. We are so. not refined either. Um, let's yeah. go ahead and throw that out there. We we recently received a gift from a from a gentleman that um, makes a product that we recently reviewed, and he sent a, a a thank you card and a gift, and and he said that it was it was great to get a review from um, from people that know what they're talking about, besides friends and family. And um, while I thought that it was very cool that he he thought that we knew what we were talking about. I mean, as far as his product goes, we definitely knew what we, what we were talking about because it's a great product and he made it very easy to know what we were talking about. But, um, you know, half the time we're here just talking out of our ass, just like anybody else. We don't we don't we're not oh. experts by any stretch of the imagination and we don't expect you to be either. Um, so with that said, um, your thoughts are welcomed and uh there's no, and, and no digression. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for um for that welcome because um you, you know this uh community sometimes a, a little bit um finicky. Mm -hmm. And if you don't say the right thing, you're um ex shant. We'll see by all means. Yeah. We met each other, Jerry yeah. Paul and I through a different podcast, and the goal of that podcast was to introduce folks to good whiskey that was $50 and below in price. Oh man. And to remove all the, their part of their goal was also to remove the pretentious Bias and labels. And, and yes. And yeah. And so, so yeah. Ev everything was blind. Everything we did through that show was blind. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, those were, you know, we, we really appreciated the effort that the hosts of that show put into that and creating that community. And, um, you know, uh, it's definitely something that we all three of us feel. And um, even though that show doesn't exist anymore and they are getting ready to come out with a different show and we can talk about that when we're not recording yeah. so you can look that up, but it's definitely something that we want to continue with ours as well. So, you know, we might give our tasting notes, but we have no intention of sounding pretentious. We're not, we're not saying that what we taste when we taste a bourbon is factually what's there. That's just what we get yeah. out of it because everybody's exactly. different. So, um, we're not going to shun you for saying juice or for saying smooth or no. any of those things. You know, if you, if you got buzzwords that you generally use, because that's how you feel in your experience, perfect, fine. Let them go, let them fly. Um, and if anybody's got anything to say about it, they can kiss our ass and go find a different show to listen to. That's all there is to it. Um, thank you very much because, um, you know, it's sometimes you can say like, listen, I, you know, I, this is what I like. I mean, it's, um. Did I say juice? Okay. I'm sorry. What is the right term to say right now? So, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not worried about all the, you know, the only reason I said distillate is because that's what I say. 
You know, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. It's it's been distilled as distillate, but it's distillate. I mean, yeah, I, I do like that word. Actually, I can use that word. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. you know, if you want to say juice, say juice. I say juice sometimes. I you know, yeah. I say all the words. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and full disclosure, I mean, I, I drink I drink wine, I drink tequila, I, I drink rum. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm equal. If it's alcohol, I drink alcohol. Yeah, so yeah. I drink as much as I can, man. Um, <laughs> so I, I drink it all. It's just I like bourbon. I mean, I, I like how they. The only thing they could add is water, right? No food coloring. They don't add like, you know, you know, flavors nothing. into it. There's nothing. nothing. There's this yeah. the the purest thing that is. That's it. And yeah. that's why, like, after reading more on it into the actual the bourbon whiskey making is like, that's what I like. I like that simplicity. They're like, okay, cast strength. It comes out of freaking bar, not the barrel, the barrel. Right. And they put it in, in here yeah. and I drink it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean like, well, you like cigar. You got like from the seeds. I've been to like Nicaragua. I've seen the whole process. And it's like a, so many hands. Just to make this one single stogie, right? That is that is crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I digress a little bit. No, so. no, 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 no. No need to apologize. Um, Keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, yeah, you you, you got to bring me back, bro. I mean, uh, sometimes like I mean, so that's I vent a little bit, bro. That's one of the reasons why. So so, uh, my my first love was Wild Turkey 101. I've mentioned that on this show several times, and then beyond that, um. Probably my second love was anything labeled, bottled, and bond because of what that means. Yes. Um, but then if you look deeper into whiskey <clears throat> or bourbon specifically, um, uh, I think Jimmy Russell, it was Jimmy Russell that said it best in Neat. And he said that bourbon whiskey is one of the most heavily regulated products on the planet. And, and that right there just tells you what you're getting in your bottle is exactly what it says on the label you don't have to look at the back and find out all the all the bullshit and all there's none of that yep. in there it's water and it's uh if there's water added it might be barrel strength whatever but those are the two yep. things that you're getting the whiskey you might get a little bit of water added to it um, that's it and and you can bet that the reason the water was added is because somebody felt like that water needed to be added to enhance the flavor of the whiskey itself Yep. Um, especially with the advent of barrel strength, um, which is a, a fairly new thing ish um, in the bourbon game, because, you know, if somebody's going to release something at barrel strength, like Elijah Craig barrel strength versus Elijah Craig small batch, they wanted a difference in the flavors between those two things. And that's the only reason they've added water because they could sell it at barrel strength every day of the week. And people are going to buy that shit up. And that's just all there is to it. So bourbon and is an amazing thing. It is an amazing thing. And the more you, I read about it, the more I get um every day I'm educating myself. Um I always want to like learn a little more about the products, what it comes down to, um, the distilleries. And once you get to it, and the only thing is just water, it's like okay. So then the mass distillery didn't think that a uh, 127 was cool enough. He put a little water, he brought it down to 112. Sure. Man, I love that 112. Sure. I mean, I loved it. Right. You know? But I knew it was only water on it. No food coloring, no additive, nothing else, but just water. That's exactly so, right. Um, yeah. And I typically, the last, I think the last year, I've been into this, um, a lot of heat. <laughs> 137s, 140s. <laughs> and people could look at me crazy. I mean, I bring the bottle home. And it's like the, the aroma is a is a cell. The aroma is amazing, but when they take it, it's like it burns. It burns. I'm like, no, it's good. But I could taste the notes. But we it, had, it, uh, again, yeah, we we um we had a brandy a few episodes ago from um. A distillery called Spirits of French Lake in Indiana, and it's called Old Clifty is the brandy. Old Clifty, Indiana Hoosier Apple Brandy, and um, we had the 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 master distiller on with us, Alan Bishop, <clears throat> and you can follow him. Um, what is it? The the Mad Chem. I'll, I'll have to look it up. Um, 
I can't remember the real, is. real alchemist or real chemist or. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Oh, right. is that a, like a young guy? Pretty much. Yeah, he's a he's a fairly young guy. Um, yeah, I think I've seen something about the alchemist. So yeah, the alchemist cap. Uh, yeah, the That's alchemist it. cabinet is what he goes by. The alchemist cabinet on Instagram. Um, and uh, this brandy is 147 proof. And um, it, it's like getting punched in the face with an alcohol or with an alcohol soaked apple. And it is absolutely brilliant. And it's I've got about a half a bottle left upstairs. Um, I don't think you can get it. Although we, we did make a suggestion to him to make a high proof apple brandy finished in rum barrels. And he was very intrigued by that idea. So he said the following day he was going to get a hold of some rum barrels and try that out. So. That may be a thing coming down the line in the future. We'll have to see if it turns out well, you know, if he remembered to do it, if he, you know, whatever. Um, hopefully. And I hope, it, and I hope he remembers you and give you like, a, hey, this is what we think about it. This is a sample. What do you think yeah, about oh, that? It? That would be awesome, yeah. but that's not necessarily what we're looking for. I would just like to, I'd like to get my hands on a bottle if it's something that he produces because the man doesn't make anything bad. Um, but, you know, uh, the high proof stuff is, is, where it's at in my book i love the yeah. high proof stuff um i don't generally drink anything below 90 proof if i can help it but <laughs> generally i don't drink anything below 110 if i can really really help it um yeah. still there are some some good things um below that proof point in the 90 range uh, much like uh the whiskey of the week are you guys ready to move on to that uh to that whiskey yes yes sir let me um go ahead and pour it yeah so unfortunately, Jerry uh, doesn't have this pour, but I'll make sure that he gets a sample. He's he's had it before, though. Um, I think, right? I've had it before. I I've had so. it before. You had it um, before. I've had it before. We do so up here in Jacksonville. We do a, a weekly bottle share every week. Yo, um, that's that's amazing. And it, it basically ranges from we've had everything from like five people, and that was eight bottles up to probably upwards of 20, 30 people and close to hundred bottles. Um, and everything from wild Turkey one one up to WLW, Elijah Craig, 18, um, George C. Stag, um, shit. We've had, uh, Pappy 23 show up before we, we have every, every, people around here, at least the four group, we got no problem sharing. Um, so I've, I've tried a lot of higher end bottles, um, don't really remember most of them because they usually come out towards the end, <laughs> but I've tried them. I can at least say I've tried them. So initially we, we had planned to do something different and we pivoted because, um, uh, Mr. Sosa is not at home and he could only yes. take a, a limited amount of bottles with him, um, which was no problem to do so. Um, but, uh, this is what I, I happen to have a bottle of this on hand and, uh, he is, a. Uh, uh, Elijah Craig 18 uh, Virgin, as he put it, um, he's he's had it before, but he doesn't necessarily remember it for the same. I can't remember for the same reason that Jerry was just talking about. So yeah. uh, we're going to get into this. I've had it several times. I haven't had it in a couple of years. Um, it's not a bottle that I see often. I got mine by trading uh, four bottles of E.H. Taylor Small Batch. Um, wow. I had several bottles and. Um, you know, I it's it's good, but it's not. Yeah. You know, I I wanted a bottle of this for my collection. I've still got a bottle. I've, I've got two bottles actually of E. H. Taylor Small Batch on hand right now. Um, same way I traded them for this, and um, I I got into it. Um, it was the consolation drink for the Bengals uh Super Bowl uh game. If they won, we were going to finish off my Pappy Twelve. If they lost, we were going to get into this Elijah Craig Eighteen. So. Um, the Pappy 12 still exists. Uh, there's well, <laughs> lot B is a better way to call it. It's, it's, it's not, it's technically not a, a, a Pappy, but anyway, uh, uh, I digress. Um, this Elijah Craig 18 is, I mean, it's, it's Elijah Craig 18. It's exactly what you would expect from an Elijah Craig, uh, yeah. brand. Now Jerry's got Elijah Craig barrel proof. Um, and I know that Jerry's not the biggest Elijah Craig fan. But I do think he enjoys a barrel proof every now and again. So, yeah, uh, depending well, on the batch. Uh, yeah, 
the batches do vary, and I know people love Elijah Craig, especially the barrel proofs. Um, this one I pulled out because I haven't had it in a while, so I figured I'd pull it out and get a review on it. Um, but batches are hit or miss for me. Um, some I, I really enjoy, some I I like, but I wouldn't spend the money on some I just don't like at all. Um, so kind of excited to get back into this one and see what it is. Like I said, it's a A120. This one's one. 136.6 proof. Yep. Really? I've got yeah, that one right here As a matter of fact. Mine is only 90, 90 proof, man. <laughs> yeah, I've got oh, the some water in it. I'll proof I'll prove it down to 90. I, I just, I mean, I'm so excited to get it, but it's, you know, 45 ABV, which is 90 proof. Yeah. Well, this one's not too far off in age. It is 12 years old. Yeah, it's a 12. The A120 is, um, which, you know what, Jerry, I'm going to, since I happen to have that exact bottle and the 18, I'm going to go ahead and have just a little bit out of this bottle <laughs> for, for congruity's sake. It, it's nice on the nose. I'll put it that way. Um, Hot damn. That's good. There, there's some like chocolate, some, some toffee. Maybe a little bit of like caramel or or, or butterscotch, yeah. a little bit of like of that uh black cherry that I get in a lot of um Evan Hill products. On the nose, it's real nice. It um, is nice. But then um, again, that adds a lot of Elijah Craig's for me. The nose is a lot more I like the nose typically a lot more than I do the taste. So um definitely like the the caramel the, the butterscotch right there. I mean um yeah, for me it's like immediately. I stopped right there after caramel and the butterscotch. Now the toffee is definitely something that I get on the on the palate from the uh, from the barrel proof. Um, I get the I get the butterscotch for sure on the eighteen on the nose, like a ton of it. Um, if I so. The way that I know it, I I do exactly like Ramon's doing. I do one nostril, then both, then the other nostril. Mm -hmm. I get butterscotch over here. I get oak over here, which is yeah. weird. Um, but that is a well crafted whiskey. Let's not bullshit. Um, it's not. It's um. I'm so glad I got this for my family because my family is a scotch drinker. Mm. So. I, when I got, the, I didn't know it was ninety proof. I was thinking it was a little higher. So this has all the notes for my family to enjoy a nice pour. And my yeah. family is a Scotch drinker. Yeah. So, um, no, I think they would like this. Um, uh, uh, oh my God, Ramon! Since you're since you're new yeah. to bourbon, yeah. are you familiar with the history of Heaven Hill at all with the distillery itself? No, no. It's, it mentioned like earlier that. I'm trying to learn as much as I can, but so, there's sure. so much history in uh wrapped around it and it takes a lot. So and, um I'm sure you're familiar with the Beam family. Yeah. Um so Heaven Hill was started by the Shapira family, which are um there's some some Jewish guys that started uh started the distillery. That's just the best way to put it. And they it's still the largest family owned distillery in the US. Um, but, um, every master distiller until the current master distiller has been a member of the beam family. Um, wow. so there are those ties, um, to basically bourbon royalty, you know, um, yeah. they, they were, they were, um, Jim beams brothers descendants, I believe is the way that that goes. Um, and then the same is true of. Limestone Branch Distillery. They make Yellowstone. They make um, I got a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen Beam is their master distiller. He's the guy that started that distillery, um, but he is he is also he he is a product of the Beam family and the Dant family. So if you've ever heard of J.W. Dant Bourbon or um, Monks Road um, or Log Steel Distillery, um, that's all Dant 
Uh, JW Dant is actually, that's a, a brand that's owned by Heaven Hill. And the Dant family is not allowed to use that brand name because it's owned by Heaven Hill. So they started Log Steel Distillery and they, they're producing a, a bourbon called Monk's Road. And um, I believe they've got some other things in the works. But the Beam family are extremely pervasive, you know, like tree roots within the bourbon. Yeah. bourbon uh, so but Jerry, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, back in the day when Heaven Hill had the, the big fire, they lost most, if not all, their yeast. Aren't isn't didn't they get some yeast from the beam from Jim Beam or the beam family? Now I'm sure that they lost some of their yeast. I'm not sure that they lost all of it, and I don't know yeah. if they got any of their yeast from the beam family. That's highly possible because their master distillers were members of the beam family. But I do know that um, they lost a ton of their distillate, and yeah, um, the Jim Beam Distillery allowed them to come in um and make their whiskey at the Jim Beam uh, at, at the Jim at the Jim Beam distillery and then they would uh they'd age it for them for a little while until they were able to rebuild all of their rick houses and whatnot and then they of course moved it over and they moved production back and now they don't they don't actually they do the, their distilling um in Louisville I believe and um they bottle it in in Lawrence or um I'm sorry Bardstown um, but I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm sure they lost some of their use. They may have lost it all. You may be a hundred percent right about that. I, I'm not a hundred. I know I've heard stories. I don't, I've never actually looked it up to see what was true and what was just folklore. Oh, um, basically. Um, but I've heard, I don't know if it was all of it or at least some of it. And then Jim Beam, of course, since they were all family, basically, uh, basically said, here you go until right. they get back up and running. Um, there was a member of the Beam family that worked at Michter's as well, um, that was involved in their distillation. Um, and then I believe, and Jerry would be the one to tell me if I'm right or wrong, wasn't there a member of the Beam family that worked at Heaven Hill that left Heaven Hill to go work at Makers? Um, either that or vice versa. I'm pretty sure he left heaven hill uh let me look that up because i'm pretty sure that's the way that that worked ah fuck it that's gonna take forever to find out anyway yeah. <laughs> um yeah so jerry uh tell us your impressions of the uh elijah craig barrel proof there so as it hits there's a little bit of like a, a salty nuttiness there um and then as it starts fading away, I get like that, at least for me, like a this earthy, metallic-y taste that I get in some of the Elijah Craig's. Um, and then just a blast of heat. Um, like proof bite. Granted, this one's what I say, 136 ish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that comes back full swing. Huge uh proof burn in the mouth. Um Maybe a little bit of citrus in there as I kind of had a little burp. Um, but what's nice is a lot of these higher proof 120 plus, especially 130 plus, you get that burn in your like Kentucky hug or whatever. Yeah. You get that, but a lot of that burn stays in your mouth and in the back of the throat. So it doesn't actually go down there and give you the heartburn. Um it, it's a good pour. Like I said it, it might not be my favorite, not one I'm gonna go to all the time. Um, especially at a one thirty six proof shit. One of these, I'm I'm good for the night. Um, but <laughs> o- overall, it, it's a it's a good one, and it's going well with this cigar. Um, um I keep going back and forth with it, and it basically double really? fisting it. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm kind of a little jealous, Jerry, because um, mine is only ninety proof. Now I this can is- see myself drinking the whole bottle of myself, man, because um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's um i do enjoy this one this is my, again i'm a um, elijah craig 18 but only 90 proof no better proof uh virgin um you're gonna see this in my post and on uh, christmas because i truly enjoy this i think my 
family gonna in love this because it has everything that we need. Um, yeah. So how are you feeling on the palate for a moment? It drinks smooth. I mean, oh my god, I use that word right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Um. It is smooth. It, it is. It, it is very. Uh, it's daddy proof. So. Yeah. Yeah. So basically anything i mean it, again yeah i i think this one is going to be a winner with my family my goal full disclosure my goal is to introduce my family to uh good bourbons um, so they could move from the scotch to the bourbon typically latin culture is uh either scotch or rum bourbon the only thing they say Oh no, it's too hot, too oaky. Uh, it's my goal is to introduce the right whiskey for them. So um, this is gonna be a great one. So um, yeah, that'll be a, a good I'm transition. Super excited, yeah, super excited to bring this one, and because it's ninety proof, it it goes in the right range of the yeah. you know, the, typically scotches. I mean, you don't get, I mean, unless you get cast strength scotch, ninety two. Pretty much the typical scotch. Yeah, ABV. eighty to same thing with same thing with rum. Yeah. Eighty to ninety is is yeah ninety percent of it out there. Exactly. So that, but this one they, is they might um, they might say it's a little bit oaky. It is eighteen yeah. years, but you know what? That proof Don't, range is going to be right in their their wheelhouse. The caramel for for me, the caramel on this one. Again, I mm -hmm. wish I had the barrel proof like you, Jerry. Oh, it's coming out with this one too. Oh my God. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I could see myself drinking this all day now. Mm -hmm. Again, on the 24th, um, we do a big pig roast. Okay. So I, I culture on the 24th, we, we do a pig roast to celebrate, um, you know, we know the, the celebration. Sure. You know, the 25th, you, you know, we all know about the 25th. So, sure. So the 24th, we do the big roast to celebrate the 25th. So you're going to see some of our posts and a big pot roast and all that. And you're going to see That's this great. one coming up. Yeah. Because um, I'm super excited about my family to take this one. And um, years past, I was taking a little bit of the high, uh, like at the 120. And they're like, oh, nope. They go, they go to the ice ball. And they put just a freaking ice ball on top. And like, okay, you realize that's a $200 bottle, but it's okay. You drink your bourbon the way you want to drink your bourbon. So, yes, sir. That's exactly I, I don't, I, I don't judge, but it's, um, it kind of hurts a little bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, it's like, okay, okay, okay. You, you want to put that much ice? Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I still love you, man. You know, <laughs> I'm kind of in the in the same boat with you. You know, uh, drink your bourbon how you want to drink it, but when you watch somebody, hey. you know, amen, coking on top of something that's really you know a really good whiskey, you're like, oh god, that's just you know. But I know. I guess it. Um, I'm sorry, man. Uh, I knew I, I told you about the old ilk, and I had the cigar cut, and I had okay. the sherry cask. And we were this bottle share, and um, I didn't know it was going to be a big hit. And all of a sudden, <laughs> gone. It happens. So, like, it happens. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Know, they make so some much. good shit. They make some they good, make good shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of like, you see, like, you're going to pivot? You're going to pivot to this one? Yes, sir. This one, as you saw me, I just cracked this open, like, right now. Um, This was my um December 24th pour for my family. And I think they're going to enjoy it a lot. I mean, um, yeah, I'm 100% they're going to enjoy it a lot. You get the caramel, they get the creme brulee. You still have that, that nice oak at the end, but it doesn't burn at all. It, this does not burn. This is not a barrel proof. Full right. disclosure. Right. 45 ABV. Right. 90 proof. It's not gonna burn at all. You could drink this all day long. So um, I'm just enjoying this a lot, though. 
and can we can we can we talk about the um we definitely can um i was just about to we... say you guys ready to move on well not yet um one last little tidbit that i want to throw ramon's way you said yeah, your family it. are scotch drinkers um we are yeah man so uh, do you know what a bourbon distillery does with their barrels um, whenever they're done? Because the law says you can only use it once. Once. True bourbon, once, and they got to ship it to uh, the, uh, Scotland. Scotland or Mexico. Do you know Do you know why they send it to Scotland? Like, other, other than using it for scotch aging, do you know why scotch distilleries use spent bourbon barrels? Oh, no, I do not. Yeah. So... Back in the day, uh, when England decided that they needed wood, they went to Scotland. They needed wood for ships. And yes. they went to Scotland and cut down all their, their oak trees to the point that they were they were teetering on the brink of, you know, extinction in Scotland. They didn't quite come into extinction, but they were, they were getting close. And so a law was passed where they're not allowed to cut down their oak trees over there. So they can't use them. They can't. They can't cut down those trees for barrels. They got to have barrels somewhere because they age Scotch distillate in oak barrels as well. Yeah, that's why they buy the spent because they can reuse barrels there for Scotch. They can use them over and over. 20, 30 years they can use it. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's why they buy used bourbon barrels because it already has whiskey in the wood, right? So yeah. it's not going to affect the flavor all that much. Um, which it would be different for a scotch if they were to use, you know, a, a, a rum cask or something like that. That might affect the flavor, but um, that's that's why they use uh, spent bourbon cask, and and they also get them from Ireland as well. But um, that yeah, it's legally they're not allowed to uh, cut down their 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 oak trees over there to make got or to make barrels at least. So. But, but we don't know like the besides the cast strength, which is like. Very hard to get the cast strength scotch. I've never had Typically, one. scotch is between like a, what ninety to ninety five range. Oof. I mean, it's it's a drinking. And I don't understand why people put ice, but you drink your whiskey, then we want to drink it. Yeah, but it's I don't know. I mean, this right here is ninety. I would never put any ice on this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just too much. this is just. It's ready to drink. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, uh, so well, one to... more thing. Yeah. Other than Scotland, who uh, who else buys the most uh, bourbon barrels? Mexico. Nope. No way. Oh, Are Japan, you kidding me? Japan. I'm sorry, Japan. Oh, yeah. Hot sauce companies. Really? No. Nope. What? Okay. Hot I sauce we, companies. Well, you threw me a curveball, Jerry, because I thought we were talking about spirits and not hot sauce. Nope. But uh, okay. Yeah. All so, right. Jerry. I didn't know that. So, really? Like so hot it's sauce not. Like... It, yeah. It, it's not one company in particular. It's just the, the, the hot sauce industry versus like rum and, and scotch. It's, it's right up there with those two. Okay. Well, you got to think um, Tabasco. Granted, they're they're not taking uh, bourbon barrels. They're taking, I think, it's nickel barrels. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. But they got warehouses just like a a rickhouse. Really? So, okay. yeah, a lot of companies do barrel barrel age hot sauce. Okay. Or ferment their stuff in bur bourbon barrels. One of the two. Yeah, can I? Um... Yeah, fun little fun little fact. Yeah. Well, now we've Can we have people a little bit just? Like the next ten seconds, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, bourbon is amazing. Um, you guys know me that I like secondary finish bourbon. Mm -hmm. I think America is trying uh, is getting a lot of the cherries and the port task, and they're giving the Scottish a run for the barrels because with some bourbons. That they need that sherry and port and finish. That is amazing. Yes, sir. And the Scottish, the Scottish are taking like, yeah. What are you guys doing, in freaking Americans? You, you taking my freaking? This is my. This is what I make money. I take this 
distilled and I put in this uh, cherry cask for 20 years, 12 years, whatever, and then charge you X. Now you Americans want to take my same barrels. I want to do it in six years and charge Y. I think that the Scottish are taking really, really notice on the American bourbon scene because, man, we... We are we are consumers, man. We 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 love what we like, and I I like my bourbon, my whiskey, aged in a secondary French. Well, Very over the last important. yeah, what three year, two three years? It seems like no, it's probably three four. I'd say um, five. A lot of secondary finishes, whether it's sherry or or rum finish or yeah. whatever else, has been coming out, and it happened right a little a little bit right after the uh the bourbon boom um so my guess would be a lot of the uh the scotch drinkers kind of came over and they didn't see anything they like because they didn't have that that sherry finish that they're used to so these companies like adam showed well, granted that was port finish but adam showed the jay bowman they they finish it in that and now these scotch drinkers are now getting what they like with the bourbon behind it minus instead of the scotch and so now they're buying bourbon instead of scotch. Um, Jerry, so. that's me. You have you have described <laughs> me, Ramon Sosa, aka Nono. That is me. I've been drinking scotch for many many years just because I like the nuances of a secondary flavoring, like the grapes or the porch or the finish. I, I like that. Um, I do enjoy a straight of bourbon, but my go to. If you see my top 10, none of them is going to be straight off secondary finish. But that's just me, man. That's just like 0.0000000001% of the whiskey community. But my son is only like 29. He enjoys a secondary finish. That's the next generation. That's, I'm old. I'm, I'm husband. They like that secondary finish, you know, like, and I think a, a lot of the bourbon community is like, listen to that, the next generation. Okay. You want like, Hey, can I, can I name drop here or not? Yeah. Let's see. Some companies now they're doing, they used to do only like barrel proof, but now only doing like the, the barrel proof now to the hundred, hundred proof, which is like a perfect for entry for like a new entry but they still have the nuances of the bourbon but the secondary finish of like the sherry the port oh. we don't have to compete with uh the 120s on the 130s you could get a hundred right now and and the next generation like oh i enjoy that so again I, i'm not as young as you guys man i mean I'm, i have a few uh a few lights around the earth <laughs> well let's let's get moved on to this cigar shall we because um wow my god i it, hope it, so because I, i'm getting close to the yeah, end you're getting close to the band <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i should have got the Churchill, man yeah. yeah so um now i i, I misread mr Sosa's message and uh told jerry that we were going with a different cigar that's that's on me um jerry and i have an oliva g series and mr sosa has a oliva v um and that band is gorgeous um nice and wide um that that wrapper is oily as shit and let's let's uh to to let folks in know or to let to let folks know um we're doing this on zoom and I can see how oily that wrapper is on his cigar right now. And that's, that's not to uh, talk shit about the cigar that Jerry and I have the G um, because I've never had a bad cigar that Oliva makes. And this one is oily ish, but it's not as oily as that V um, regardless. Um, I'm getting, Woody notes, I'm getting chocolate notes, coffee notes. Um, I'm getting it's it's 
creamy. Um, it's it's burns evenly. It's got a great draw. Um, this is a, a fantastic cigar. And I'm now on my third whiskey, my third different whiskey, um, Elijah Creek Small Batch, the uh, the Bowman uh, Port Finish, and the Old Ezra 7. And this bad boy has paired beautifully with each and every cigar, with each and every bourbon that I have had up to this point. Um, now we've got a rye whiskey coming up for this pours on me, but uh, so we'll see how that goes. But for me, this is this is working really, really well. And uh, Ramon, I think that you've got a little bit more experience with cigars than Jerry and I have. So I'm interested to see what you've got to say about that Oliva that's in your hand there. I am. Um... <laughs> I got a more experience because I'm older than you guys. That's hey. all. <laughs> but uh, that's all. But um, I have enjoyed Oliva. Is nineties. I mean, um, the V when it came out is I enjoy this cigar. Um, I'm one of those guys that um typically I don't don't do knobs. I don't do picks. I, it gets too hot and bitter for me. But when it gets to the band, I just pretty much I get to the next cigar. This one I I'm gonna take the band off. I'm gonna continue smoke. I smoke this one with my primer. And I smoke very well. Elijah Crack 18. Oh, wow. My my family's gonna love this shit. So um <laughs> I definitely recommend that uh, Oliva. Um it's a solid man, it's a solid steak, bro. It's a solid steak. So um if you never had it, j just do a sampler. As you know, I mean do a sampler. I mean, don't you don't want to come into the full box, do a sampler, do it by yourself and and see what it is because I've enjoyed this cigar for many, many years. It keeps my rotation going on. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying this one, man. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of words. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's all right. Uh, you don't have to have a lot of words. You don't have to, yeah, We want to hear uh, the words that come out of your mouth. You don't yeah, have to. Yeah, I'm. Uh, one of those guys, I got like a whiskey tasting. I go to this next person. He's like, he goes like 50,000 notes. I'm like, I drank it. It's like, oh, I like this one. That, that's it. At the end, we, we like this one. Um, so That's all that matters. That's all that matters, right? That's right. That's right. You don't have to have all the words in the world. You don't have to be the greatest wordsmith. You don't have to be William Shakespeare to tell us how you feel about it. Just say, I like I it. That's all that matters. So. I, I, 